Hello, this is Dr. Ed Hill, host of This Week in the Word, where we grow in our knowledge of the Word of God and our walk with Christ. You joined us for our Resurrection Celebration Day episode 2020. Let's go to John, the Gospel of John, chapter 20. Now, as you find your way to the 20th chapter of the Gospel of John, I should point out that we are going to concentrate on the wonderful news of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus is alive, free from fear. Now, we're not going to cover everything relating to what we normally would celebrate during this time of year. If you want the full story of Jesus and the trials and the crucifixion, his death, burial, and resurrection, we're going to look at that today. But if you want all of that, you need to read in the Gospels, and you'll read in the Gospel of Matthew, I believe it's uh, Matthew 26 to 28, the Gospel of Mark, chapters 14 to 16, I believe, the Gospel of Luke, I believe that will be chapters 23 and 24, and then what we're going to look at today, part of this today, but you would want to read in the Gospel of John, chapter 18 uh, through chapter 20. And you will see there everything the gospel writers were inspired by the Holy Spirit to record about the, the arrest, you know, the garden, the arrest, the upper room, the trials, the scourging, the crucifixion, his certified death, his burial, and then we're going to look today at the resurrection of Jesus Christ. As I thought about that, I, I struggled with what passages to look at because honestly, I want to look at all of them. I want to look at everything from the upper room to the empty tomb. But we want to concentrate today in the brief time that we have on what it means that Jesus is alive. We are freed from fear. Let's go to John chapter 20. We'll start right in verse 1. The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early, when it was yet dark, unto the sepulcher, and seeth the stone taken away from the sepulcher. Then she runneth and cometh to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved, and saith unto them, They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulcher, and we know not where they have laid him. Peter therefore went forth and that other disciple and came to the sepulcher. So they ran both together, and the other disciple did outrun Peter and came first to the sepulcher. And he, stooping down and looking in, saw the linen clothes lying, yet went he not in. Then cometh Simon Peter following him and went into the sepulcher and seeth the linen clothes lie, and the napkin that was about his head, not lying with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. Then went in also other that 
of that other disciple which came first to the sepulcher, and he saw and believed. For as yet they knew not the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again unto their own home. But Mary stood without at the sepulcher weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulcher, and seeth two angels in white sitting, the one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She saith unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus saith unto her, Mary. She turned herself and saith unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. Jesus saith unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father. But go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father and your Father and to my God, and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things unto her. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst. Then the same, uh, we, okay, we read that. Uh, stood in the midst and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you. As my Father has sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days again, 
his disciples were within, and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, Peace be unto you. Then saith he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. Oh, listen, as we think about the amazing event of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and I'm not going to try to prove it to you or argue with you or anything like that. Maybe you're listening today and you are not yet a Christian, but you are very close, my friend, to the kingdom of God. But I'm not going to argue with you about that. I'm not going to try to prove it. It's just an inconvenient truth. <laughs> the world tried to get rid of Jesus Christ, and Jesus beat death. When death met Jesus, death dropped dead. Jesus is alive, and Jesus made a profound difference in the lives of his disciples and those around them and the early believers in Christ. He makes a great difference today. I want to point out some of the differences Jesus makes. One is the title of this podcast, Free from Fear. We live in a time and a season where fear is rampant. And I want you to know something. I am not indestructible. I could go through the same things others are going through right now, and I might die from it. You know what? I was thinking about this today. Now, I... I have no fear of death anymore. When I was a little boy, I had a great, great, great dread and fear of death. I'm not sure I've ever told anybody that. I feared dying and being in a coffin. I, was, I had nightmares. I was troubled about this. And this troubled me for years and years. But one day, when I was a teenager, I met Jesus Christ. And you know, I can say today that I no longer fear death. Now, I don't like the idea of getting dead. 
Who wants to suffer, right? Who wants to go through pain and difficulty? But if any of that were were to lead to my death, I no longer fear death because I know Jesus Christ who's defeated death. He is able to raise me. You see, Jesus Christ is a lost world's only hope. Jesus is why I no longer fear death. Now, like I say, I, I, I don't want to suffer, but you know what? That may be my lot in life. And you know what? I'll humbly accept that. I no longer fear death. Can you say that today? I want to suggest to you that if you do not yet know Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord, that you probably do fear death and you should fear death. Because the inconvenient truth is, the Savior of the world, you're rejecting Him. And one day you will meet Him. If you meet Him without giving your life to Him in this life, without recognizing who He is and yielding to Him and being saved, if you leave this life in that condition, you will meet the living Lord Jesus Christ not as your justifier, but as your judge. You know what, though? I don't want to dwell on that today. Those that are lost, the inconvenient truth is Jesus is alive. But for those of us who know him as Savior and Lord, we are free from fear. I bring to your attention that when Jesus appeared to the disciples in that upper room, They were assembled, and it says point blank, they were assembled for fear of the Jews. You see, all of these people were Jewish, by the way, the Lord Jesus Christ and the disciples. So this not anti-Semitism, but the disciples feared that since the Jewish religious leaders had killed Jesus Christ, their Savior, who was, as far as they knew, had been dead and buried, and he was actually dead. They knew they didn't take his body away and steal it like was spread around. They knew that, but they had no explanation. Where is he? And you know what? The thing that struck me so clearly here is that they were assembled for fear. In other words, they were locked up as, as uh, you know, safe as they could get because they feared the Jewish religious leaders. And, and what was it about that? Well, they feared that they would probably be killed just like they had killed Jesus Christ. You know, when the Lord appeared in their midst, he told them, and, and we see right there, they don't have to fear anymore. They have peace. They have him. He's alive. Jesus has beaten death. Mankind has no greater foe, no greater fear than the fact that he is mortal and he will one day die. Mankind realizes that we owe God a death. But with Jesus Christ, who met death and destroyed death, We no longer fear. We are free from fear. We are free to follow him 
from that point forward that we meet him as Savior and Lord. Jesus gives his people a ministry of testifying to Jesus Christ. We have the privilege, the opportunity, and even the duty to proclaim Jesus Christ a lost world's only hope. We have a share in his ministry that he's still performing, but he performs through us, the church, the bride of Christ. Jesus is at work today, and he works through those who believe in him. We are free from fear. We are involved in meaningful ministry. And you know what else? Because my Savior lives, when I leave this world, I will live with him in eternity forever. I like what the, what the psalmist said in the 23rd Psalm. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I love that. I love that. No matter what I may go through in this life, and it may get brutal, no matter what I go through, one day, because Jesus lives, I shall also live, and I will live with him forever. I just wanted to encourage you today, you who are believers in Jesus Christ, if you have seen your riches stripped away, maybe your source of income and livelihood is now gone. Perhaps some of you have lost loved ones recently. Whatever you may be going through, the fact that Jesus Christ is risen is a total game changer. And around the world, and especially in America, all of our idols have been stripped away. America worships sports and sports heroes. Gone. America worships the stock market and money. Wow, what a hit, right? America worships stars. I don't know why. Nobody's got time for all of that anymore because we realize something has changed. Life may not be completely like it was when we get on the other side of this. We just don't know. We don't know. But I'll tell you this, whatever the other side holds for us, is going to be all right for those who trust Jesus because Jesus is risen. Jesus is alive. And if we trust him as Savior and Lord, he is a very present help in trouble for those of us who know him personally. Now, you know, I've kind of done this in a way today, not only to encourage believers but I've kind of had a a side angle here to kind of agitate some of you who are not believers in Christ. You may proclaim yourself to be an atheist. You may say that you, you don't really know. Man can't know, and therefore you call yourself an agnostic. Some of you don't even know what you don't know, and that's a bad place to be in. But I'm telling you, 
if you're not a Christian today, you should fear death. You should fear hell. But for the believers, we have a living Savior who is with us right now, and we will live with him forever. And that's all I've got today on the resurrection. But you know what? It's about Jesus, and that's enough. I hope this has encouraged you who are believers in Christ today that because Jesus is risen, we're free from fear. We can have the peace of God in very troubling times. And no matter what happens in this earth, we will not live here forever. One day, my friends, we are going to live with Jesus Christ forever. Amen. I'm glad you listened today. Maybe you'll share this with somebody on social media. Tell them that they can find us at dredhill.podbean.com. That's D-R-E-D-H-I-L-L dot P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com. There's no period after that D-R in the doctor. They can find us just by going to that address. They can find us on uh, Google Play, Apple iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and other places as well. Thank you for listening today. I hope that if you're a Christian, your heart is singing right now. If you're not a Christian yet, but you know that you need to be, the weight of your sin is weighing you down. I want to give you a phone number that you can call. You can call this number 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Time in the United States, and you can get free spiritual help for the questions you have about becoming a Christian or how to grow as a Christian. I'm going to say the number twice, 888-537-8720. One more time, 888-537-8720. Thanks again for listening today, and happy Resurrection Celebration Day 2020. God bless you. Bye-bye.